Welcome to the Insurance Marketing Organization Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews IMO experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their IMOs, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the latest episode of the IMO podcast and our special Principles of Insurance Marketing Organizations Marketing Principle Series. So if you go back through the podcast episodes, you will find one about who is your properly defined and how to properly define your target market in the industry. You will also find one about where to find your target market of insurance agents or financial advisors, where do they hang out? So this is episode number three in that special series. And today we're going to talk about what? Talked about who, we talked about where, now we're going to talk about what. And what I mean by what is what do you do that is different for your insurance agents and financial advisors? Because if you say the same thing as every other IMO or every other firm, if you are an agent or an advisor yourself, then you're not going to stand out. You're not going to differentiate yourself and the prospect will not be able or the advisor will not be able to tell the difference between you and anybody else. So for example, if you're a financial advisor, insurance agent, and you say, I help people never run out of money with retirement, 10 other advisors say the same thing. How are they supposed to tell the difference? They can't. So they would either default to the cheapest price or they would default to the one that they felt the most connected with personality-wise, the one that they just had a gut instinct that they liked the most. And you can't scale that. So you have to have a different answer that stands you out to your target market. Now, if you're an IMO or an FMO and you say, well, we'll help you grow your practice, so does everybody else. If it's, hey, we're going to give you the best comp on, and we got street-level commission or what beyond better than street-level commissions or whatever, Everybody promises that. So it's got to be something different. It doesn't necessarily have to be physically different, but it has to be perceived as different. So you can differentiate purely on the marketing. So I'll give you an example. We took a concept. If you're an IMO, you sell this product. I promise. You sell this product. And most consumers have negative preconceptions over what this product is, and they don't most likely want to talk about it or buy it. However, we took that concept that's been around hundreds and hundreds of years, and we rebranded it as something else. In our case, we call it the mega Roth IRA, and we marketed it to a specific target market. In my practice, we market it to attorneys and crushes it. People raise their hands all the time and say, tell me more. I want to learn about that. Never heard about that. How come my advisor didn't tell me about that? In fact, is their advisor may have told them um, and they may have even seen mentions in the media or other marketing about it, but it wasn't positioned this way. It was positioned as what the end product is. So they thought they didn't want it. Your brain is a filtering out mechanism. We get like 10,000 messages a day. 60,000 thoughts a day, your brain is constantly trying to immediately discount something and say, I don't have to pay attention to that. So if you see an ad for something and you're automatically trying to filter it out. So we have to stop. We have to interrupt that pattern. Stop the scroll on social media, for example, interrupt the pattern and get them to pay attention and get them to be curious 
and say, hey, what is that? I don't know what that is. Maybe I need to pay attention to that. So when we rebranded that product as a mega Roth IRA, which they had never heard of, but they know what a Roth IRA is, and mega sounds like bigger, better, more, which is the point, all of a sudden they want to know what it is. And when we explain it, they say, I didn't know you could do that with that product. Now I want it. A month ago, I would have told you, no way. I have no desire for that product. Now I'm interested because we didn't market the product. We marketed a new concept of what it could do for them. So how are you doing that to your financial advisors, your insurance agents, your prospects? What are you positioning that you do is different? If it's, hey, we got a uh, Facebook, we'll fill your seminars. You know, if you're doing seminars nowadays, everybody says they'll help me with my seminar. Everybody says they'll send out, they got sem- the whiz bank seminar invitation or they got a better PowerPoint deck. Again, remember, is advisors, agents, our market saturated, right? We get marketed to by FMOs, IMOs, product sponsors, wholesalers, like every single day. So we are trying to filter everything out and say, oh, I'm happy with my current IMO. I don't need to pay attention to another one. I'm happy with my current broker dealer. Don't need to pay attention to the recruiters who caught the three recruiting calls I get every day. I can just ignore them and not return their messages. You got to stand out. You got to position what you do or what you have as different so that the agent advisor or end user prospect says, ooh, I don't know what that is. That does sound like something I don't have and something I might want. You need help repositioning your IMO, FMO, or your practice. Go to marketdominationllc.com, fill out the form on the homepage. We will set up a time on our calendars to talk and be happy to help you remarket what you're doing, reposition what you're doing so that it sounds, looks, feels different and captures your advisor, your agent, your prospect's attention. See you next time.